This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. How's it going? It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. I'm Jamie. It's a lovely day here. Not really. It's actually kind of rainy and poopy. Yeah. It's March 31st, by the way. It's a Wednesday. We're doing it a little early. It's a Wednesday. Um, Today is Tyler's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Tyler. Happy birthday, Tyler. Um, Tomorrow's Jamie's birthday. I know. I always think it's so funny that you're an April Fool's baby. Yes. Let's talk about the story of Jamie's birth. <laughs> Once it was a, a wondrous one. In a land far away. Kentucky. <laughs> it's it's Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, my God. Um <laughs> <laughs> In King's Memorial Hospital by Dr. Billy Joe Jackson. You don't even know if that's your real doctor's name. No, it is. His name is really Billy Joe Jackson. Billy Shut Joe Jackson. Shut the front door right this my second. Mother, my mother tells the story every year. So back in the 70s, ultrasounds weren't that great. And your mom was probably high. No, she wasn't. My mom probably was. No, she wasn't. My mom really liked the ganja. Your mom really liked the ganja. <laughs> well, I know she smoked the entire time I was you know, she was pregnant with me, which explains a lot. Well, my mother my mother <laughs> smoked cigarettes the whole time she was pregnant with me. Well, my mom smoked cigarettes. Yes. Yes, she did. So, times were different in the 70s, people. So, Just before you, before you come at our moms. I know. Well, you walk around all with a big old pregnant belly, and now we look at women if they, like, have a cigarette, and you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. I mean, I smoked the whole her. time with Katie, too, and that was the 90s. I didn't. Anyway, so, um, King's Memorial Hospital, I'm Frankfort, Kentucky. I didn't, I didn't smoke. I'm better than you. <laughs> Frankfort, Kentucky, and <laughs> ultrasounds weren't the greatest back then. And my mother already had my older sister, and she was like, I really want a boy. I really want a boy. I really want a boy. And the ultrasounds weren't so great, but they were like, oh, it's about a 65, 70% chance it's a boy. Mm-hmm. So here comes April Fool's Day, and my mom's giving birth. And after, you know, a very long labor at 4.48 p.m., which is ironically or coincidentally the same time katie was born was it mm-hmm. oh my god 48 p.m my mother gave birth to me and when she came i came out the doctor pulled me out and was like it's a boy and my mom no. got super excited and he said april fools oh and my mother said i don't want it like she did not want me she was like pissed off she didn't hold me for two days so i bothered i bonded with my dad first and my dad was, like, very loving. He's like, I don't care. And my mom was so upset because it wasn't a boy. Because she didn't want to have uh, any more kids. And my yeah. dad really wanted a boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cut to five years later, another girl. And then my mom was like, fuck it, I'm done. But um, my dad was holding me. And he's like, Lynn, we got to name this baby. We got to name this baby. And she's like, you fucking name it. Like, it was <gasps> supposed to be David Jr. Like, I don't even know. So the nurse comes in and says to my dad... In her thick Kentucky accent, what y'all gonna name this baby? Um, and oh my god, this is my so dad's fantastic. like, I don't know. She's so upset it's not a boy that I don't know what to name it. And the nurse says, Well, what's your name? And he's like, It's David. And she said, Okay, well, what's your middle name? And he was like, It's James. She was like, Well, Jamie is the feminine form of da- James. And he was like, Oh, and she was like, And what's your wife's name? And he said, my wife's name is Rebecca. And she was, he was like, but her middle, she was like, okay, what's her middle name? And she, my dad said, well, it's Lynn. So she oh, was I like. I didn't know that. I didn't know your mom goes by her middle name. Yeah. So she's like, oh, so Jamie Lynn, that sounds like a fine name to me. 
And my grandmom heard it and thought it was Jamie Lynn because I was in Kentucky. So mm-hmm. Jamie Lynn, you know, I have a cousin, Candy. I have a cousin, Ronnie Joe. Like <laughs> I love Ronnie Joe. I love that name. That is such a cute name. So my grandma thought it was Jamie Lynn and wrote in my baby's, my birth certificate, Jamie Lynn. And my mom had to change that shit and was like, no, it's Jamie Lynn. Like, it's not Jamie Lynn. But my grandfather. Oh, all together, you mean? All my one grandfather, by the, b- before he died, till the day he died, he was like, Jamie Lynn? Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lynn, Lamb. But yeah, and that's how Jamie was born back in 1977. I have to tell you, that is not a nice baby story. I'm sorry, it is not. Your mom's like, fuck that hell. I, like, as soon as she came <laughs> out. kids. Like, she didn't even want you. That's but, horrible to say but to your for kid. the record, my, my dad said that when we got home, like, Right before we went home, and my mom finally, like, as soon as she helped me, she was in love. And now I'm <clears throat> now I'm the favorite child. Yeah. And, you know, I'll say that out loud, and I don't even care if my sisters hear it. I will say that shit out loud because even Paco said the other day, he was like, you know why your dad got so mad at you when you almost blew yourself up at Kira's birthday? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler's gender reveal. And I was like, why? And he was like, because you're the favorite. He was like, that was an angry... You need to listen to me because you could have been hurt yell. Yeah. He was like, that wasn't an angry yell. And he was like, and if you have noticed, like, your parents treat you way different than they treat the other ones. (laughs) I would think that Kira was the favorite of your dad. Kira Kira and I, I think, are very close Mm -hmm. in, in... Par, but we are, were very different children. Mm-hmm. I was a tomboy. I went fishing with my dad. I yeah. threw the football with my dad. I, you know, played horseshoes with my dad. Like, Kira was more girly. Mm-hmm. I was definitely my dad's boy. So me and my dad bonded. And my dad does have a different type of relationship with me than he does Kira. Right. Kira is his baby. That's his pooter wooter. That is his... Oh my God, she dog. hates when you call her that. And, you know, Kira will always take care of my dad no matter what. Like, she will take care of daddy. Well, what is she going to do if they move? They want to move away. I don't know if my dad's going with them or not. Like, she's not going to tell him that he can't go. But if he doesn't want to go, she's not going to force him to go. I can't believe she's going to go. It's going to be I so I don't even want to talk about it. Oh my God, I don't want to talk about it. Like, she's going to be fucks lonely. Me up. She might like she's it, not but she's going to be lonely. lonely. Chris's family down there is huge. That's not your family, though, who she's used to, yeah, all her but friends. Yeah, they, they are a good fucking time. Like, are they? They are. Like, they came down for Kira's wedding. They are a good fucking time. They have the, he's, he's there's a, one of the cousins. Oh my God. Um, God, what's his name? I want to say, his name is, oh my God. I love him. Like, I have the peculiar... I'm like, that boy is sexy. He is also an April Fool's baby. But I can't oh. remember his name. But he's sexy. He's got a, this amazing wife. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like, she's got plenty of people down there for her. And when she goes down, like, Hispanic people, when you are family, you are a family. Right. And so, Kira is in that fold, like, Flynn. Like, Chris could leave her tomorrow and she'd probably still be related... She'd probably still be invited to fucking... The quinceañeras. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> she'd still be invited to, like, Christmas dinners and shit. Well, tell everybody you had... Okay, so this is what happened. So we actually tried to record yesterday. We did an entire episode, which is, if you're listening to the radio show in about 12 minutes, you're going to hear Dave the Duck, because that was one of our most popular things. That was Jamie's favorite episode. Because we did record yesterday, and one of our mics was turned off. It was and mine. We're fucking idiots and didn't realize it. And we couldn't even use any First of, of what all, we had. Yesterday when I got here, I was super cunty. I was tired. I had, my body's not acclimated to this two job thing. And I had had a really bad night of, the night before at work. 
Right. So, like, it's probably better that 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 it happened. It was good because by the end you were fine. At the end, it was like you just needed a little Danielle time. But yeah, we had to end up getting rid of the whole thing, and it was actually pretty good. We had some good laughs on there. So now we're gonna try and redo it, and know that it probably won't be as beautiful. But we're gonna try to get it again. But yesterday, Jamie was all fired up. I was. And she wanted to tell y'all... Some toll booth fucking etiquette. etiquette. This is our PSA. The, la, 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 la. the more you know. Anyway. So. <laughs> apparently, Delaware is the only toll that still take just cash. Mm-hmm. Others have credit cards. So if you are traveling through Delaware, make sure that you have cash for your tolls. Second of all, Make sure that you don't give your toll fucking taker more than a $10 bill. We don't like 20s. We don't have a place where we can run down and get changed. We are in a booth until break. So please, make sure that you hand us a 5 or a 10. Anything above a 10 is a pain in the dick. Last Mm -hmm. night, (laughs) the night before last, the last fucking car came Mm -hmm. and handed me a $50 bill. No. A 50 fucking dollar bill. But I tell you what, I had 20s. I could have cashed that shit the right way. And I stood there for an extra five minutes before I got off while the guy stood outside waiting to come into my booth and I counted out 49 motherfucking ones. No, you didn't. Yes, I did because I wanted to be a cunt because this guy gave me a $50 bill. Second of all, all the other... Maryland is... They they fired their tolls. Like, Maryland will no longer have tolls. Because they're doing the thing where they scan your license plate and just send it to you? They stand your license plate and they just send it to you. Mm -hmm. Um, that is how Maryland's doing it. So mm-hmm. most people who are coming through my tool booth have already been through Maryland. Mm. So they're like, well, why are you guys taking money and, you know, Maryland wasn't? Here's the thing. Maryland and Delaware are two different states, people. We're two fucking different states. <laughs> we require different things. We have different rules. So if they're not taking tolls in Jersey and you get to Delaware and you're like, well, Jersey wasn't taking tolls. Well, good for fucking Jersey. Because that's not how Delaware works. So I have this lady pull up. And she's looking directly ahead while she's cussing me out. Because y'all are the only ones fucking taking money and blah, blah, blah. I had that look on her face like something stinks the whole time she was talking to me. And I was like, man. Something stinks. I was like, hello, how are you? I'm very chipper. I'm very happy. Then you're giving me attitude. Mm -hmm. So she hands me her $5 bill. I go to give her her change. And she's like, y'all are fucking stupid ass something, something. And I'm like... I hand her back this and I hand her back her. See, she was like, what the fuck's this for? She still won't look at me because she's trying to play hard, but she can't look me in the eye and talk shit because she knows it's not my fault. Oh, God, this is awful. I'm like, look, you bitchadactyl. That's my new word. I learned, <laughs> all tic- I learned that on TikTok. Bitchadactyl. Oh, my God. <laughs> look, you bitchadactyl. I was like, here's a number so you can, com- that's the number so you can call them and fucking complain, which yeah. is exactly what I said to her. Fucking in all. Mm. You could hear her number if you want to call that and fucking complain. Mm-hmm. And she went to turn around and her husband was like, you need to move it along. Move it. Like, because he knew. He knew she was in the wrong. He knew uh. she was bitching at me. Through, she was bitching at the state of Delaware through me like I had anything to do with that shit. Right. Oh, and if you drive through with no money, it's our job to violate you. And in the state of Delaware, if you ride through our tolls with no money, every time you do, it's the t- price of the toll, in our case, is $4.00. And $50. Your fine is $50 for rolling through that toll. So don't call me. Is it really? So don't look at me all sad and bullshitty because you didn't have the money to pay the toll. I guess you 
should have changed your route options on your GPS to avoid the toll rolls. Roads. That is an that is an option, people. If you don't want to pay tolls, there is a option on your GPS route options. It'll say highway avoid highways, avoid tolls. You can click both of those fuckers and leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> so don't be rude to your toll taker, people, and do not speed through the fucking toll booth like you're an idiot. So what happened was what had happened was this truck <laughs> flew through my lane. At 90 miles an hour, and I guess he was going so fast because they know that once they get so far, I can't get a picture of their license plate. But if I see you not even slowing down, I hit that violation button. But you best believe I'm a violation-catching bitch. (laughs) But he sped through, and there's about, I want to say about 20 feet between me and the other lane. And he was going so fast, and to avoid the treadle, which is what they run over that counts your axles mm-hmm. to tell you exactly what you're... He, so he was trying to avoid the treadle. He scraped the curb of the booth next to me where a man was sitting with the door open and a piece of the truck flew up and landed between the barrier and the toll booth. This man could have been killed. Oh there my is God. speed limits posted for a reason. There are people in those booths. And that trucker, I swear to God, if he would have hit him, he would have never stopped. But Jamie violated his ass. And I guess you thought you got out of that ticket, sir. But guess <sighs> what? We checked the tapes. Jamie hit that violation button right at the perfect point. It's not even fucking blurry. Oh, my God. catch your ass. Oh, my God. So, I was... I actually talked about it on the podcast yesterday. Yesterday, When I was 15 and an awful child, I stole my dad's truck and it was a Bronco. Exactly like the one OJ took off on his famous ride. And I took that thing and somehow in the middle of the night, I take off 15 years old, no license, have no business being behind the wheel of this big ass thing, drive, somehow managed to get myself on I-95 at the toll and I don't have any money, but my dumb stupid ass doesn't realize my dad has changed right in a little cup holder right next to where my arm is. And so I made up this whole story that I was Sarah Buchanan <laughs> from One Life to Live and these people must have believed me Did that I must have looked all enough. paperwork? Uh, yeah, I saw, they did it for me because I was like, I'm so uh, yeah, sorry. I, I'm like, I'm just here visiting. Is this, well, you figure 15, uh, that would be what, 30 years ago? Yep. 29 years ago. So what they did was they said, all right, well, it's okay, baby. Don't worry. Kind of thing. Whatever. They're like, we're going to send this to the house. It's $25. Just Or no. They said, well, only it's only a dollar. I didn't even get charged with $25, actually, because it was a dollar. Yeah, well, that, they, they've opened recently, like in the past like 10 years, they have put this in place and the fine like you have to pay this fine but that fine goes to the fallen family like all our fallen first responders and things like that oh is that where that goes to that's it it goes into a fund for that i was just thinking because i'm like wait a minute i remember doing something for something else but i'm telling you this one was four quarters i waited every day after school because nobody else was home and i grabbed that shit out of the what's call it out of the mail and i put four quarters in there and sent it back and never heard another word about it that's how dumb i was it worked though. It did. It did work, and I also if it got makes pulled it there, over. They'll they'll put it. They'll be like, all right. But I got pulled over by the cops that night too. What the shit? Yeah, did you also thing. tell them you were Sarah Buchanan. Right it. Yep, same thing. I told him that I was here to visit my dad, and you know, I just and I have a friend out here that I was coming to visit, and I got myself turned around, and I gave a little Texas accent like this. <laughs> I mean, I did it way better, I'm sure, back then because I was scared to death or whatever. But it fucking worked. It worked. The whole thing. I'm like, all these things I could have gotten in trouble for, and they all work. But yeah, the toll booth, I put four fucking quarters in an envelope, sent it back to him. 
you know what? That's real lucky because I stole a car. Well, I didn't steal a car. I was with Jen Lynch. Oh, Lord. A girl okay. we used to hang out with back in the day. And she told me that she had her learner's permit. And I went with her to her dad, dad's house who lived behind Price's Corner. Mm-hmm. And we got into that car. We got down Centerville Road. It was the day after Christmas. Yeah. We got down Centerville Road. She freaked out and went to turn around. A car started coming. And instead of hitting the brakes, she floored the gas. We hit that guardrail and flipped end over end over end. What? Three times. We were this far, probably about a foot and a half, from landing in the Hoops Reservoir. Mm. So the car slipped upside down. I get out of the car. She's like, I can't breathe. I'm like, bitch, I hear you're conscious. I he- Can you move your legs? And she's like, yes. And I was like, I smell gas. We need to get the fuck up out of this car. Oh, so my God. I literally had to pull her out of the window by her fucking hair. Did you? Yes. So my oh. mother, I went to, um, I left my purse in my car, in the car, and it had my school ID in it. So when the cops got there, we called the we, we went up on the road. This guy in a really nice BMW. The houses on Centerville Road are beautiful. Mm-hmm. So he's like, let me take you to my house. It's fine. We're all shaken up. We're scared. He drives us to his house up the hill. The mom calls the police. They're down there, but the police had already gotten there. Like somebody, mm-hmm. the car who saw us go over called the cops. So they're like, oh, yeah, we're already here. My mother, because they found my purse in the car, they called my mother. My mother, my father, my sisters, everybody was sitting there in my mom's van and they're searching the reservoir for us. And I had gotten a brand new black leather jacket for Christmas that year and a cop pulled a leather jacket out of that reservoir. My oh my mother God. lost her shit. They were like, okay, we got to go back to the scene of the accident. Took us back. When I got out of that car, my mother beat the shit out of me in front of the cops. Mm. Are you fucking, you scared my mind? My dad was like, leave her alone. Don't hit her anymore. We got to take her to the hospital. I'm like, dad, I'm fine. We got to take you to the fucking hospital. Like, it was a whole rigmarole. I was never allowed to hang out with her again. Come to find out, her dad um, pressed charges on her and didn't press charges on me because I never drove the car and she lied to me. Oh. And she had to do, like, community service, I think, but I was never allowed to talk to her or hang out with her again. Wow. hmm She almost killed me. <laughs> like, we could have died. And, like, we weren't wearing our seatbelts. How the hell did you make it out of there? The grace of fucking God. Not a scratch on either of us. Oh, my God. Not a scratch on either of us. So, yeah. Well, you know who didn't make it out alive too well? Who? This woman over in Iran. (laughs) That's how we're going to do this. That's how we're going to segue this. We're going to segue this real quick. So, according to the New York Post. Now, this is nuts. I didn't know this, but... Apparently, they have a law in Iran where it's basically like an eye for an eye. Right. Type thing. And this woman executed her own mother. They also kill women in Iran for being raped. I mean, they're kind of a fucked up society. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, okay, so this was um, on March 25th. They posted this to the New York Post. It says, an Iranian woman who killed her husband was executed by her own daughter. Oh, shit. uh Under a primitive death penalty law that allows children to exact revenge on their parents, according to a report. After serving 13 years in the slammer. So let's get this straight. She spent 13 years in jail and she still died at the end. What? So she spent 13, her daughter sat and stewed and all that. No, they thought she was dead. 
the, the everybody who ended up yeah it tells you about that a little bit more like it says like you know, it tells you a little more but it says after serving 13 years in the slammer Miriam Karimi was hanged by her daughter on March 3rd at Rosh Central Prison, the son reported. The daughter, who was six years old when her father was killed, reportedly refused to forgive her mom or accept blood money known as Daya or Dia. I'm not sure. It's D-I-Y-A. The news outlet reported, citing Iran International TV. Karimi was charged with retribution in kind, which is no... Can you imagine that shit here? Which is known in the Islamic Republic as Kisas. Or a form of eye-for-an-eye eye payback, according to the report. Under Kesis, or Kaisis, the victims next of kin are actively encouraged to carry out the execution themselves. For the past 13 years, they told her that both her parents were dead, but had to tell her the truth a few weeks prior to the execution to prepare her psychologically. And I'm just thinking, well, because they don't really kind of get into this and tell you so, too much, but it's like, well, wait, why does she have to do it? She doesn't have to do anything. But I guess maybe part of her release is either you know this you know she either forgives you or you know somebody's got to pay her retribution money and she like chose not to forgive her and i'm like that's crazy you know what she probably got sent to his family and who knows what that guy did to her to deserve her to kill him like i know that's what i'm thinking i'm like oh my god it says and she was probably poisoned against her mother probably well, it says, uh, Mahmoud Amiri Magadam, director of the group, said the Islamic Republic laws make a girl whose father was murdered when she was a child the executioner of her own mother. The Islamic Republic is the leading promoter of violence in Iranian society today. It says Karimi's father, Abraham, also had a hand in the killing and was reportedly brought in by authorities to see the woman's body hanging. But for some reason, the death penalty was not also handed down to him. Says four decades of brainwashing in schools, extreme punishments in Iranian society, and a patriarchal regime mean that Miriam's daughter was raised to make sure that executing her mother was a victory for a man, whether that be for her father or for the oppressive regime, says Aaron Balwa. Says Kesis is inhumane, savage, and cruel no matter where in the world. For a country who prioritizes the rights of unborn babies and emphasizes that life is the most valuable phenomenon, how can the Islamic Republic seize a life from someone in such an awful way? Oh, my God. Yeah. So, if you think about it, though. Well, then uh, they made the woman's dad come in. Right. The woman's look dad at her who had a hand in it. Why would a woman's dad and a woman kill the husband? Exactly. Something So, he was probably there. abusive. Yeah. And she couldn't like get think. out. And now this bitch went and killed her mom because she's poisoned because they just think that violence is the answer. Well, apparently, and that's just how it goes over there. I mean, I could not even imagine in a million years. You know, like, I look at certain parents that have issues with their children. You know what I mean? And I have some friends that go through things where, you know, like, the, the friend problems. doesn't like them or whatever. The kid doesn't like them or whatever that may be because, you know, for whatever reason. And it's like, God, it, like, breaks my heart to think, like, I would never like my own mother. So, it's like, to I can't even fathom in my mind to not like my mother or like my father. Let alone be like, well, okay, now I'm going to go and hang her. And they, she's the one who hangs them. Yep. So I'm like, well, what do they do? Like, I need more information a little bit because it's a little like one of those ID sort of things. ID like murder where you're like, okay, well, where do they walk her in, put her on a platform and she's the one who like, you know, drops the bottom out from her or something? Because it's like, how is that possible? But anyway, I just thought that was really, really in intense. And All I right. just can't even imagine being put in a place <clears throat> where I would be to do that. So let's talk about crime still. But cute crime. 
Oh, God. Oh. Because this is the most adorable story, and I don't care. So there's this dog that kept stealing, breaking into the Dollar General to try and steal this purple stuffed uniform. So it said, <laughs> oh, shoot. It says, stray dog kept stealing a stuffed unicorn from a Dollar General, so Animal Control bought it for him. The cutest thief was rewarded after he continued to steal the same exact purple unicorn. Not ones around it that looked like it. The exact same one. So he had laid claim to this purple unicorn that he saw through a window while walking by the Dollar General. Right. So he continued to steal the purple unicorn and the Dollar General had to call animal control. So um, the business in Keensville, North Carolina, um, the dog's name is Sisu. Sisu? Sisu. S-I-S-U. A large male stray dog because he repeated the repeated thievery had come <laughs> to the store. He had come to the store five times to steal the same stuffed unicorn. However, instead of le- being left empty-handed at the um, the Duplin County Animal Control Officer who went to pick him up, ended up actually buying him the toy. So she said, "This is what happens when you break into the Dollar General consistently, consistently to steal the purple unicorn that you <laughs> laid claim to, but then get Animal Control called to lock you up for your B and E." And larceny, but the officer purchases your item for you and brings it with you to the shelter. <laughs> so, um, due to becoming a famous criminal, Sisu and his unicorn were quickly adopted one day later, according to Animal Services. Mm. But look at this fucking dog holding on to his little purple I unicorn. I know! He that did is get the cutest um, thing ever. He did get a, um, what's a call it? A, um... Oh, well, they just sent us the information for our trip for the little one nice day we're doing in Daytona. It just came over. Um, he got adopted. Who did? The dog. Yeah. Isn't that great? I just said that, did Oh, I? you did? I'm sorry. I, they just sent me I, the keys. I I'm literally sorry. just said he got adopted one day later. I'm sorry. They just said these are where your keys are you for this what? place. You know what? This bitch. I'm so sorry. This This is what I have to deal with, people. I know. This is what I have to deal with. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Fuck this hoe. I know. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, I think it's so adorable. Well, I was actually, um, I had my shrink appointment this morning. And um, I had got. Did you go like that? It's on, it's on Zoom. Oh, so so you did. did. (laughs) What is this? This is fantastic. You know you love this little outfit. You know you do. Oh, Danielle is working her rich old lady pajamas. (laughs) So I had my shrink appointment this morning and um, right as like I, I go on the couch and I'm getting ready to like pull my blanket like over my legs. So it's still a little chilly in the morning. And uh, I got my laptop there and you can see my face and everything. Poor little soul. And I was like, that. And Lainey pops, jumps up right as I'm like trying to pull the blanket up. So I can't get the blanket off of me. So then she's like, let me see her. So I like, you know, move the laptop so she can see Lainey. And she's like, oh, hi, Lainey. I was like, yeah, she's deaf. She's like, well, that's not going to work out. No, it's it. Which is so funny. But Lainey looks a lot like this puppy. Yes. Because she's also a red-nosed pity. Lainey. I walked in today and I didn't say hi to Lainey fast enough, apparently. She was literally (laughs) waving to me. Like, bitch. Bitch. how dare you? Um, So we have to talk about um, the new little Nas shoes. We have to talk about it. Yes, you have to do that one again because... But can I just say real quick, because before I get into this, a little something happened to me last night. 
Because remember how before we were talking about like the Cardi B thing, the WAP uh-huh. and the, the award show and everything. And you were like, <laughs> did you ever really think about the music we listened to? It was baby making music. Everybody went to fuck in the 90s because we had like Keith Sweat. We had all these things, right? And all these like terrible lyrics, right? So last night, <laughs> we're on our way to the Acme to grab some. Uh, our, our stepson had to have like a party at school. So we had to go get him something from Acme. And on the way there, Bruce puts on old school rap for him because he kind of likes it right well next thing you know like the notorious big comes on and it's like rub your bit rub your titties if you love, love big your papa. titties if you love big papa, papa. Yeah. yeah and i was like so when i got done rubbing my titties i realized how bad that was <laughs> <laughs> that was something that was everybody's channeling their inner jamie today yeah. i'm like so i was rubbing my big my big titties because i love big papa and then i realized there was a six-year-old behind us and i had to stop rubbing my titties <laughs> just was like oh my god i look at him he was like oh my god so like we hit the snooze button and then it's um the humpty dance okay and so it was like oh my god it was i was like oh my god every fucking song that's coming on this is probably inappropriate if you really pay attention to the lyrics and i remembered our conversation about cardi b and i'm like jamie was fucking right i'm a fucking karen now yeah because i'm a fucking karen if you think about it um put it in my mouth my neck, my back, lick my, and my crack. There you go. <laughs> is it lick my pussy and my crack? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I can't believe you left pussy out. I want to lick, lick, lick you from your head to your toes, and I want to move to the bed downtown to the floor. Right. Um, what else? Oh my God, there's a ton of them. Red I don't light, ever remember this Red song light though. special. Mm. Red light special is basically about prostitution. Salt and pepper. Ooh, I want to shoot five five inches to a yard. Have you sounded like a retard? She was talking about the size of that man's dick. <laughs> two, ain't too proud to beg. Two inches to a yard, rock harder with it sagging. What? Rock she's talking about his dick. <laughs> we listen to these songs. No, I feel like now I'm like, my poor parents were like, holy freaking balls. Like, why are you doing this? Like, why, why, why? Let so, me lick you up, up and down. Like, till you say like we stop. I will yeah, not I complain about wet ass pussy. I will not. You know what? I was getting a little Karen-ish about things. Because I was just like, you know, well, it is this. Like, I don't really want my kids listening to it. Like, you know, we have four kids between us. And I'm just like, I don't really want them listening to that kind of stuff. And that. and I was kind of getting a little conservative with things. Because, you know, I'm like a Republican. But I can get a little conservative Republican here and there with some certain things. But only because now that I'm an adult, I just, I don't want my children. They're already so... Like, they have access to fucking everything. And no matter how much you try to, like, get rid of it, it's like you can put in, like, you know, Barney the Purple Dinosaur, and it's, like, some kind of weird fetish video that pops up first now. You know what I mean? It's like you just can't get away from it. So, I guess, I, I don't know, I got a little Karen-ish, but that came on last night. And I was like, oh, my God. I looked at him, and he looked at me, and he was like, Meh, and hit the forward button before anybody. Could. But I was like, and he was like, you never heard that? I was like, no. I did not. Oh, my God. But it was just like the funniest thing though, because I was like, oh, grab your titties if you love Big Papa. So I'm like, oh my God. But anyway, so now this whole thing, everybody's flipping about Little Nas X. Uh huh. New video. Right. And he where basically. He, where he spins down the fucking pole to hell, the stripper pole to hell, and then lands so gingerly on Satan's lap. Yeah, and gives Satan a lap dance. And, um,. <laughs> He's you know, gonna take his pole to the old town road. He's gonna <laughs> ride. 
<laughs> Satan. And um, <laughs> Satan till he can't no more. I know, right? So I was actually telling Jamie when we kind of talked about this yesterday's podcast that didn't really make it that I, I, I actually went to his Instagram and I, I actually really, he's very intelligent. Yeah. He's extremely intelligent. Yep, and um, he's big in the black community and the country community, and that's very hard for a black man to be gay out and oh, proud. Oh, in and of itself, like right. he is breaking barriers, he's shattering ceilings, he's doing a lot for himself, and um, I actually really enjoy him. Yeah. Um, he's a performer through and through. Um, he's he's he just I don't know I, I like him. I may not like some of the provocativeness of him necessarily. Only, like, from a parent perspective, but me as an adult, well, no, me as an adult looking at him and enjoying him and just, like, wow, you know, he's owning his shit. He's doing something that's very hard to do. The black community is not always necessarily saying, yes, I want to, you know, I want to allow this. You know what I mean? That's why I like Megan Thee Stallion. Because she's like, I want to be like Beyonce, but ratchet. And she's like... Throwing it out there. She was like, she's got that um, song, Nasty Something, Dirty Ratchet. But... Yeah, but she she's there's she is honest about it and she puts it out there like I'm gonna be freaky deaky and if you don't like it don't listen to me. Well, I think for her as a a woman of co- color in her community, it's not the same thing as a man of color in that community being gay. Oh yeah, being gay in the saying, black being community gay is very it's, hard. It's yeah, I mean not that we haven't like sort of come around, but. You know, you could see it, too. Like, I was actually looking at a lot of stuff, and um, there was quite a few people, like, that were making their comments that were not nice right. like, to him. But I have to say that I think in terms of what he's doing and what he's doing for kids to show that, you know what, hey, it can get better. And he wrote, like, a note out saying, I was never going to come out publicly right. and all these things. And it's just to say, it does get better. If it can get better for me, it's going to get better for you. Look what I've done. I enjoy that so much because kids need that. Kids need now, that. Now, do need I role want? Models. They do need that. They need like a role model, and not only just a role model, but they need somebody that can, you know, speak clearly. They're not like, you know what I mean? Like they're intelligent. They're they're owning their shit, and and they're able to speak to you about it. So that's a big difference because a lot of these people, they come right off the street. They don't have a lot of education. You give them a lot of money, and they don't know what the fuck to do with it. Like he's obviously he's smart. Yeah, he's an entrepreneur on that. This, you know, he's very smart. This little stunt he pulled with these sneakers is really, is really fucking brilliant. So <laughs> he now, now that I've said that, because I just, I really think he's kind of cool. I'm a little iffy about my, I want my kids to see his video right now, but whatever. Anyway, I definitely want my six year old to see him like yeah, you're six, yeah. But the I, Jonathan and Chris, Christopher's. Christopher's going to be 21. Jonathan is going to be 17. No, that's fine. You know what I mean? And even like, you know, my stepdaughter, you know, she's kind of in that land, but she's very, very smart. Like she kind of gets it, you know, but my six-year-old, I don't want him watching that kind of stuff. But anyway, what he's done with this, so they gave him Satan shoes and everybody's talking about it because the soles are like um, Air Maxes. Yes. Air Max 97 design. Right. Which is trademarked, apparently. And in the shoe, it's got, like, red dye, but it's also got, like, a drop of human blood in the sole. Right. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So this is what's happening, though. Now Nike is not happy. Nike's not happy because they ain't getting out of that bank. See, Nike's smart because they waited for them to do it. They knew goddamn well the shoe was coming out. Yep. Because I heard about the shoe, like, two weeks ago. Right. Right? So they knew the shoe was coming out. They just launched this thing on Monday. So they wanted to see what was going to happen. They knew Christian, the right hardcore right-wing Christians were going to lose their shit. And they knew it was going to make a lot of fucking money somewhere else. So they waited. So anyway, this is what happened. So this is according to the Daddy Moo news over in Fox Business. 
So it says Nike on Monday filed a copyright infringement lawsuit against Mischief and its MSCHF over its controversial Satan Shoes collaboration with rapper Little Nas X. The shoes are unofficial designs of Nike's trademark Air Max 97 design, though the shoe company has said it is not involved with the creation or sale of the shoes. The shoes, which contain a drop of human blood in the sole, went on sale Monday for $1,018 per pair. And sold the fuck out. Yes, the fuck they did. So they are decorated with a pentagram and a reference to Luke 10, 18, a Bible verse about Satan's fall from heaven. Only 666 pairs were made available <laughs> and all were sold out ah! shortly after going on sale. Little Nas X is named as a defendant in the lawsuit. Or he's not named in a defendant. He's not named. Shortly after the lawsuit was announced, he posted a tweet showing a homeless Squidward from SpongeBob SquarePants begging for change. So I'm like, oh my God. And Nike's like, ah, no, they were produced without our approval or authorization and we're not connected to this project. They're like, so we're going to sit back. We know what's happening. And they're going to settle out of court because they don't really want to fight Nike because Nike's huge. Well, yeah, they don't want to fight Nike at all. But at the same time, Nike's like, we knew about this shoe coming out because they've been marketing this thing. And let me just tell you what. I mean, (laughs) I believe in Jesus. I'm one of those people. I'm not like a crazy person about it. I'm not going to shove it down anybody's throat. Okay, and I certainly don't give a crap about these shoes. And I don't think if somebody wears the shoes, they're all of a sudden like, you know, worshiping Satan. Okay, I'm not getting in any of that stuff. I think it is marketed perfectly. I think they just they got in on a wave and the way that they market only 666 pairs. It's a thousand dollars. It's got to drop. They knew what they were doing. But you know, who the fuck gave their blood to put it in the shoe? I'm wondering. Like, seriously, who just sits around and just, like, you know, boop, 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 and, like, it. you know. If you think down. about it, it's only 666 pairs. So, how many shoes is that? Hold on. Let's, let's, let's calculate. So, uh, it'd be, like, 1,300 something. So, yeah, I'm trying to find my little calculator. Here it is. <laughs> Here it is. 666 times 2 is... There's 1,332 shoes. That's 1,332 drops of blood. Exactly. That's a they lot. They only need to get somebody to donate like one pint of blood. For That's a lot of blood still. Or a drop a piece. It's really not, if you think no, about it. No, I don't know. I just think it's really It probably odd. didn't take that much blood. Maybe one or two pints to get it done for human blood. I know, but like who was the person? Right. Or did they go I get feel- like some little sweatshop worker? <laughs> You know what I mean? Because, come yeah. on. I feel like they should have definitely been like, I'm sure that person that gave that blood got paid significant. Significant. Oh, I mean, they would have to. Because you can't just go and buy. I mean, you might be able to buy it on the black market. What was it? $1,018 a pair? Yes. So, that's only $677,000. Well, $678,000 for a row. It's not, that's not a lot, a lot of money. Nope. In, if you, I mean, to me... You give me $678,000, I'm good. I'm going to think it's I'm rich. It's a whole new world. I don't even know you motherfuckers after. If I get $678,000, I don't even know you. That's how rich I'll feel. Don't but, call me. Yeah, don't be calling me. My people will call you. <laughs> um, but it's like in in regards to like that world, it's, it's not that much money. You know what I mean? So it's kind of interesting. Like, I wonder what Nike's going to do in terms right. of like how would they recoup any of their costs and... $677,000 is not entirely a lot. It's prob- not a lot of money to that's Nike. That's probably why they only made that many pair. But you know it's what? Probably- Little Nas X is going to be like, look at all the shoes I just sold as a black male. 
in all these genres doing my thing and I just did all of this. So, I mean, you think about it, like the marketing on that thing is amazing. Good for freaking you. Mm. Oh, wait. Apparently today is Trans Day of Visibility. Yep. So hug a trans person. Yeah, it's National Trans Visibility Day. Yep. So we see you. Okay, I'm done. We see you. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> We've talked about it and we're done. So. <laughs> I'm like, they just have like all kinds of days for all kinds of stuff. Like oh. what was it? It was um, cheesesteak day. Oh my God. What are you doing? I'm, I'm trying to. Oh, Jamie's got a new TikTok. I do. And we need to talk about her TikTok real quick because she's obsessed. Okay. So I'm obsessed with TikTok. Because and she may have found her wife. I did. I did find my wife. Yes. First of all. TikTok is the land of love and community. Like, they're one. So, <laughs> one, of, like one of the big creators, um, a lesbian couple, one of the wives died yeah. recently. And TikTok has been blowing up with support. Like, they're wearing, she's a Steelers fan, which I don't agree with, but she's, you know. <laughs> which I don't I'm agree with. I'm a Ravens with. fan. But well, her, it's not Tom Brady. But her name is Ro, and apparently she has passed on. And the TikTok community is just destroyed. And they were like, we lost one of our own. And I realized that this sounds a little weird. But, like, no matter what you do, unless you're this one girl on here, they don't like her. But most of the time, TikTok is full of love and support. Like, the sexy men on TikTok love a motherfucking fupa. And they will tell you. I know. That they so love funny. a fupa. I should get Bruce on there because Bruce super loves my fupa. Like, I remember when we met, I was like, you know, I got like a mom bod. And he was like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to fucking tear that fupa up. Like, he yeah. loved it. Like, I was like, we're meant to be. Like, they, they're they always <laughs> like, um, you know, you forget, oh, I got 26 followers now. <laughs> Do you? Yes. But um, there's a few on, there's a few people on here. And, I, and I'll just tell you a little bit. The ones that are, like, really impacting me. So, uh, Melissa Dilk Spatteris. Oh, my God. Follow uh. her. So, this is my lesbian crush on TikTok. First of all, there's no, <laughs> there's no reason for her, her face to be that defined and perfect with her little... Like, shaved head with the... Oh, my God. With the, Can with, I just tell oh. you, too, she showed me that. And I also questioned my sexuality for a short time. Because right. there, if she did do something to me, I felt a tingle. But what happens is she pulls something out of the laundry. And she always does it to, like, old, like, sexy music. Yeah, like, let's get it on. Right. And then she's folding these clothes. And she's, like, looking into the camera all sexy-like. Like, hey, this is how you do it. And <laughs> I swear to God, I'm ready to pack up... I, Okay, so I posted a video about her. I'll just play my video so y'all can hear it because she replied back to it. Let me just... Okay, so here is my video. So, I'm just going to do TikTok today. It's like day eight, so I'm still very curious. So I'm always on TikTok. And I came across this lady who does laundry. She just folds things. So I'm like, oh, I learned how to fold a fitted sheet. It's got to be in there, right? So I go on and I'm just going through her content and I'm just doing my thing. And I think I love her. Like, <laughs> literally, she's got me questioning everything about me because I can tell you I've just watched two and a half hours of her stuff and I couldn't tell you how to fold shit. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing. 
Like, why you gotta look at the camera like that every time you're folding something? Like, why do you have to make that at the camera? Lesbian TikTok got me fucked up, y'all. <laughs> got me fucked up. And it does. <laughs> like, she answered me back and she was like, oh, I love you. And I immediately went on TripAdvisor and was like, flights to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm ready to move in. I'm bringing the (laughs) U-Haul. Because that's what they say. Remember when I first came back around, they were like, you know, it was a lot of lesbians at that time. Remember? Yes, because I... And they were like, come over. We'll get a a U-Haul. And everybody will just move you right in. Like, that's the joke. The thing is, you know, you came into my life and I have so many lesbian friends. Yes, yeah. Like, the algorithms on TikTok are pretty spot on because... You know, I am a bisexual woman. I was in a relationship for five years with a woman. And so I live on lesbian TikTok and I live on something called Big Talk. (laughs) And Big Talk is very large, muscular black men, like just being tall and beautiful. And they, they put their hands like up in the doorway and they all have these amazingly deep voices. Yeah. And the shoe be like, get out. Like, they'll have this girl being like, get out, move, move out of my way. And he's like, you ain't going nowhere. No. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm fine right here. Like, I'm staying right here. Hey, girl, hey. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to go anywhere. I'm happy no, to be I'm, here. No, I'm good. I'm good. How, is everything big? <laughs> like, How's everything? Yeah, so the it. algorithm is really spot on. And so I live, I reside, I have a, I reside in lesbian TikTok and I vacation in big TikTok. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) But everybody is so loving and, and it's Melissa and, uh, there's another guy on here that I really want to give mention to and his name is, and I'm trying, it's Kane something and he was Allen, Kane Allen and he was one of the very first people to, um, like my page to follow me and one of the very first big you know um big tiktok creators and he is like lord forbid you bully anybody on tiktok and then he gets tagged in that shit because right. he will be like he, he makes you he does it in a way he he scolds you like Oh, right. And he's like, well, we can come out. He's like, we're going to speed right past this. And Kane Allen 18 is um, his videos. And he's very like, we aren't going to speed right past this. So here's a here's one that says you're on the wrong side of the tracks, lady. This is y'all between the descendants. Hold on. You're on the speed past this. Hold on. You're on the wrong side of the tracks, lady. This is y'all between two descendants. My, mind your own business. But she has no grammar, so he's probably going to pick on that too. So here is somebody insulting somebody on TikTok. And this is his reply. All right. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> You're on the wrong side of the tracks, lady. This is a y'all between two descendants. My, your own business. Sweet fucking baby Jesus, take it away. That's gonna be a test, man. That's gonna be a test. She was like over, he's like over these people. Check this out. If you don't get your bootleg Dr. Seuss ass out of my fucking comments, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nobody about to sit here and CIA decrypt any more comments. You leave, okay? Fuck shit. How you in the comments telling other people they got a low IQ, man? Make it make sense. 
So basically, he he likes tells people about themselves. Like, if you don't spread hate on TikTok because, TikTok because they won't get you. Right. But he's one of my favorites. Um, and there's a there's a couple from Delaware, TMM41, and they are always on there dancing with each other. And, you know, he's white and she's black. And right. And they've got four kids together. Actually, I think they've got eight kids all together. They have eight kids all together and they're always, like, dancing and, and you know, showing off how big and how happy their family is. And I love watching them. And she is a um, member of the Air Force, and she's based out of Dover. Oh, really? So she's from Delaware. And I'm like, this is fucking fantastic. So I feel like TikTok is a community, and Jamie is going to be on there a lot. Um, I, I jo- originally joined so we can promote this. Oh, I know. I know. That's what I was saying. I'm like, when I go on vacation, I wanted to, like, kind of get myself turned back around and, and thought of, you know, about things. So, and, like, what we need to do to get ourselves on, like, some kind of schedule or something. So, um, look for our, my videos. I'm just Jamie Hallible on TikTok. It's one word. Um, and we'll do a few things and we'll, we'll get, you know, some followers and, you know, maybe our yeah, listens. see how it goes. Maybe our listens will go up and, you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, maybe, but. It's um, all worth a shot. You know what's not something that we should just watch and see how it goes? What's that? This girl who's dating her dad. Oh, you're going to do this one. Cool. Because I didn't want to do it. You didn't want to talk about this one? Well, I didn't want to do it because I did it yesterday. And I was like, eh. Yeah, but it didn't come out. It didn't come out. So, this is on 22words.com. And apparently, it's a teenager who explains what it's like to date her biological father. Now, we have talked about it in the podcast before that, you know, for people who are unaware, there's times when... Like, if a daughter or son, and most of the time, I think they said it's, like, daughters and fathers. But for whatever reason, like, if they get... I think the one we spoke about was actually a mother and son, if I remember No, it was a man. It was a man and a girl. I think we also talked about a mother and son, too. We might have, because we've talked about some fucked up ass shit on this thing. But anyway, so we talked about it before, and it's basically like, okay, say, you know, you have a baby, and then the father's not in the picture, and the father comes in the picture 20 years later. Right, because it's a different, they bond differently than what they're supposed to. It was just very, very different, and instead of them having, like, a normal father-mother, mother, or, you know, whatever bond, you know, father-daughter bond, it ends up becoming this other sort of weird bond, right? And anyway, and it's like, there's an actual real thing it's called, and I can't remember what it is. But this is kind of one of the other things that are going on. And this is actually, like, going viral because they don't give a fuck. No, they're getting married. Yeah. So, anyway, it says, a teenager is going viral after revealing that she's dating her biological father and that they plan to get married. In a new interview, the teen has shocked the world after unveiling everything about her physical relationship with her dad. The girl and her father, who is 18 years older than her, have what they call consensual incest. Ew. Yes. And it says... Uh, let me move down, move down. God, why do they have to do it this way? I know. That's why I didn't want to do the article because they fucking fucked it up so bad. And you warned me yesterday. Yeah. Well, okay. One woman is in, hoping to inspire change in people's minds across the world regarding consensual incest. I'm gonna She's say dating that. her biological father. The 18-year-old woman has made headlines across the globe, blah, 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 about her dad. He is 18 years old, her senior, blah, blah, blah. We got that. And he wasn't around for much while she was growing up. They were estranged for 12 years and met again when she was just 17 years old when something very strange happened. They had consensual incest. The phenomenon is known as consensual incest and takes place when a parent and child have been estranged for a long period of time and reunite as adults. After spending so long apart, the teenager revealed that after they reunited, they felt strong feelings for one another. And we made out. 
That's how it goes. And then we made out. That's what it says. That's what they had me begging up yesterday. I was like, and we made out. And then we made out. And now we're getting married. And our wedding is going to be purple and black. Oh, my God. We discussed whether it was wrong. And then we kissed. And then we made out. But they didn't stop there. She continued. And then we made love for the very first time. That was when I lost my virginity. I'm like, oh, my God. So, when Jamie did this yesterday, I was like, this is not going to end how you think it's going to be. It's going to be disgust-a-rooney. And you were going to be so... Because you went into this thinking, I'm just going to really judge these motherfuckers. And then the more you talk, the worse it got. And her biological mother has absolutely no idea about the whole thing. She gonna. Well, I know. Wait. Well, after spending some time together, they decided to get married. But this can't happen legally. However, the teenager adds that she doesn't care about the legality of the process. Speaking about the wedding, she says, I wanted to represent our uniqueness, so we aren't doing a white wedding. The color scheme is black and purple, and we are both going to wear Converse tennis shoes. He's wearing jeans and a nice dress shirt. Oh, my God. He says that's, not- not, that's what my dad wears when he goes out to catch pussy. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, I cannot. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that's what my dad wears it is like, he does he wears jeans and a dress shirt yes and he has the buttons unbuttoned like down to here so you can see like the top of his chest tattoo like that is the go-to dad like i'm going out for some ladies tonight outfit <laughs> she said <laughs> he says he's not wearing a bow tie but it's my wedding and i'm saying that he is um, my grandmother and grandfather, my fiance's parents, my grandmother and my grandfather. This bitch gonna be your own stepmom. <laughs> and I can't. You're gonna be your own stepmom. <laughs> this is why I never call Paco daddy during sex. Things like this, they're ruining it for everybody. <laughs> you guys are out there who ruined sex words for everybody. <laughs> oh, let me start over. Grandmother and grandfather, my fiance's parents are going to attend, and my grandpa will give me away. The tables will have bouquets of trees without leaves to represent our marriage. Mm, the trees are just going to go straight up. <laughs> like, there's no branches anymore. There's no branches. They're going to have kids, and she's going to be, he's going to be their pop-up daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. We should not be. I'm done with you. She's there gonna have kids <laughs> with flippers <laughs> and horns, like and an eye where the ears supposed to right. be. Some shit. Yeah, shit. <laughs> pop up, daddy. Pop up, daddy. Crystal Mads wouldn't play with me. <laughs> Fuck. Like, come on. My dress will be black. She says. Uh. And people have seriously mixed opinions on the relationship. Some people are supportive. No. No. I hate this shit. You know how, like, okay, look. <laughs> my look, mom they, has they been... scroll through 800 comment, comments to find that one person who's <laughs> that supportive. That one fucking psychotic person. He probably person. has an, an uncle pop-up, too. <laughs> an uncle pop-up. I can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just can't with this shit. Anyway, she said... <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, so it's like one of those people that are like, well, they're both of age. Who cares? Just leave them alone. It's none of our business. Motherfucker, yes, it is. Because when that baby comes out with a flipper and a horn, what are we going to do with that baby? Anyway, no. It's got to go on disability. We have to pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) 
And thousands are calling for her to change her mind and call off the wedding. One person online wrote, this is so wrong, so, so wrong. I wish someone would step in and save this poor girl. Another wrote, no, no, no. I hope to God she doesn't go through with this wedding if she comes to her senses. So I'm not going to read the rest of it. Because now I just feel like a bad person for laughing at your stuff about it. But you I know, can't help fine. myself. It's I fine. can't help myself. You're so I don't funny. even care. That shit is correct. I am correct. <laughs> you're like, bitch, you're your own stepmom. Right. <laughs> you're the only bitch that can grab herself. <laughs> <laughs> Who can what? Who can grab herself? Don't fuck with me. I'll fuck your daddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> Crouchers. <laughs> it's time for a news daily report. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle can't even. All right. So, World News Daily Report, where the facts don't matter. Oh, my God. I'm just... <laughs> a man forced to pay $1.2 in alimony after cheating on his wife with the ghost of Marilyn Monroe, Marilyn Monroe using a Ouija board. <coughs> oh, dear goodness. Oh, my. Like, and where? Why? A North Carolina judge has ordered a man to pay $1.2 million in alimony to his ex-wife. After it was ruled that he had committed adultery with the ghost of Marilyn Monroe. Oh, Lord. <sighs> Norman O'Reilly, 67, was charged with felony with a felony committing for committing adultery, engaging in extramarital sexual activities, and spending hundreds of thousands of dollars during his affair with the ghost spirit of Marilyn Monroe. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the plaintiff's attorney claimed that his client's husband spent lavishly on wardrobes and trips to Las Vegas... And sex on numerous occasions with the Ouija board he used to contact the deceased actress during their 27-year-old oh marriage. I'm sorry, but how you fuck a Ouija board? Does he pop a little plastic thing out of the, the, the thing that points? <laughs> I know. Like, how can you possibly do that? And I personally don't approve of such a cult and anti-Christian sexual activities. And I don't care if you had sex with a dead person, a ghost, a spirit, or whatever you want to call it. But in my book, that is a definition of adultery, said Judge Marvin Reynolds. He even invited me She's to join them in a threesome and said that he could even call up JFK if I wanted. <gasps> oh, my for, God. For a foursome, Olivia O'Reilly told the judge, visibly shaken. The plaintiff also said that her husband had spent all of their retirement funds to buy lavish wardrobes, expensive jewelry, and a pay, and pay for a luxurious hotel suites in Las Vegas for his mistress. Uh. He has a collection of 400 shoes I can't even wear because they are too... They are to the measurements of Marilyn Monroe's feet, she admitted <gasps> in court. Norman O'Reilly uh, admitted to the affair in court, explaining that he that the affair cost them a fortune because of Marilyn's taste for luxury, expensive lifestyle, and craving for champagne and caviar. Oh my goodness. She doesn't have a stomach, she's dead. Oh. In, a simili- in a similar case in 2011, a husband was ordered to pay $30 million to his ex-wife after he admitted to having a three-long af- homosexual affair with a poster of Boy George. Oh, my, stop it right this second. That I is wrong. Because that's where it ends. Oh, my God. Well, uh, on that note, take us home, Jamie. If you've had sex with a ghost using a Ouija board, give us a, a write-in at uh, straightfromthenet at gmail.com. <laughs> if you are a new listener because you watched my videos on TikTok, also write us in. We want to know about you. We'll give you a shout-out, too, on our next podcast. If you are getting ready to marry your dad and you are your own stepmom, we don't want to hear from you. <gasps> you like, actually don't want to hear from like, these I'm people. That's a first. I, I, w- 
would say I want to. I kind of would do. So go on my personal page on Facebook and 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 link me in. But Danielle doesn't want to see it. So <laughs> I don't want to see you know. it. But you can find us on uh, at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. You can also find us at straightfromthenet on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at Jamie from Straight From The Net. You could also find me on TikTok at Jamie Hullaball and a bunch of cool platforms that Danielle's going to tell you about. So every Wednesday you're going to hear from us on the WMLD, the Voice of Hudson Valley Radio at 1 o'clock. And you can get, you can actually do that on all the major platforms so you can always hear us. But I know for one, you can definitely do Tune In Radio because I like to listen to it on that when I'm not home. Um, so outside of that, if you miss us, they replay us again on Saturday nights at seven. And then on Sundays, we upload all those episodes to our mother platform, which is SoundCloud. But you can also hear from us on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iPodcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. So be good people. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys. Don't Bye. touch your dad. Bye.